Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover Podcast, where this week, in light of Tottenham's son escaping military service, we discuss our best and worst excuses ever used. We'll look back at game week four, we have an exclusive beer offer for all listeners, and discuss what you've been telling us about some of your best and worst football chants. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, Rich. Hello, everyone. Hey, Will. Hello. You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Excellent. How you doing, Rob? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm, um, yeah, lots lots to talk about. I'm in a slightly slightly confused state in okay. terms of reaction to the weekend, but, you know, I'll be all right. But, yeah, lots, lots of exciting things, lots of funny things. Had some good feedback on last week's show, some good chant feedback. I've got a great... Uh, best of worst of that I'm really looking forward to getting into excellent um, but yeah have, how are you guys are you alright yeah pretty well it wasn't, wasn't too bad a week for me um, a couple of players didn't come through but generally okay I had a bad yeah. one I'll be honest did you yeah I played, you did right. played triple captain with Aguero oh, of course you oh, did oh yes uh, the, yeah well you know what I saw this and I, th- I liked it I thought it was bold yeah. early on trying to get away from the pack but I had a look because he Aguero was the most captained then it was Salah, mm. I believe, and then it, oh, I forget who the third most captain was. I had it maybe Aubameyang. It was one of the other. Ma- oh, it was Kane. Kane. Oh, it was, was Kane. It? But what was interesting? They all did terribly. Was yeah. Aguero seventy thousand plus triple yeah. captained Aguero? Yeah. So he weren't alone. And the number one point scorer currently in FPL did it as well. Did he? Okay, that makes so, me feel a bit so better. the main man yeah. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's the way you're playing. That makes me feel a bit better. I mean, as a look, it wasn't a disaster because it was 18 points. Yeah. Got. Yeah. And pre- honestly, previous triple captains I've had have got me things like three points <laughs> or yeah. six points. I mean, the last few seasons have been terrible for triple captains. So I'm all right with it. Yeah. 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 Could have been the logic, the theory was really yeah. sound, wasn't it? Yeah. It scores loads against yeah. Newcastle and... But once again, I was outscored by my girlfriend, who knows nothing well, about football. Uh, Second week in a row. Come on, don't upset Beyonce. her again. There's nothing Future about football. Wife. She followed one of the uh, earlier tips of the season of Holly, getting Holly Bass in. Right. And she brought Pedro and in. Big and they hunky both did well. Lukaku did well. Lukaku. I was her when he, I saw he scored two goals. Two goals, although she stripped him of his captaincy and oh. gave it to Kane. Okay. Ooh. That didn't quite work out, but still outscored me. Um, so oh, not ideal. I think wife. fifty-one yeah. points she got, and I got forty-eight. So oh, mate, she's scraping ahead every week. Know. I've had two bad weeks in a row because I had such a good start, and then yeah. two bad weeks in a row. So now it's I'm still early. I'm panicking like lots of other managers, and I know we'll get onto that later in the yes, podcast. Yes, we will. Well, let's crack on, shall we, with our with our tips, and let's get into six in sixty. Right, well, I'm starting with James Madison. He, uh, of course, had the most chances created in the Championship last season, which everyone goes on about. I think that he's the best performer in an underachieving side. And Bournemouth and Huddersfield next matches, so it feels quite good to me. Next tip, and oh, this is only because I was absolutely certain that I'd tipped him in the last podcast, <laughs> is Holly Bass. I actually tipped Pereira, but uh, I was convinced all weekend. I was like, yes, Holly Bass has done so well. I've made some excellent tips. Over to Rob. Yeah, so I'm going a bit of an old school. James Milner, Liverpool. 
captain's armband, taking penalties, taking set pieces, playing well. And the other one, Andre Scherler at Fulham. They've got Man City next, but he just keeps getting shots on goal and scoring. Cool. Uh, and mine are rather obviously Marcus Alonso at Chelsea, who just keeps racking up attacking returns. And then Ruben Neves of Wolverhampton Wanderers, who I think uh, they've got some good fixtures coming up and they look hard to beat. So that's about it for 1660. Uh, that was thanks, Jens. 360, very nice. good. Well done. Yeah, I like that. Is Neves the keeper? No, the midfielder. No, he's midfielder. Is that, midfielder. Yeah, they, yeah, sorry. They're, they're looking good, aren't they, Wolves? Yeah. I yeah, think they, hard, I think hard they to could beat be... and score goals. So. Yeah. Yeah. Neves, I've had him since the start, and he obviously did very well first week. Yeah, and then since then has kind of he's, he's dropped off a little twos bit. or three. They've got Burnley at home next, and Burnley, Burnley, he looked like they're just going to ship goals at yeah. every opportunity. Weirdly, <coughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I think yeah. It's Joe Hart's fault. You normally go straight to Burnley defenders, don't yeah, you? Yeah, no, not a solid op for me. No. So how, how did we do last week? I, t- I mean, I had a stinker. I apologise. I tipped Mkhitaryan. Oh. We've got, we got one minute. One minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I wonder how many people out there have someone on the bench who was threatening to yeah. run yeah. a big return. Oh, and then he and comes on. Yeah. And my, so my other, I thought was going to do well was Damari Gray because he started yeah. up front. And I know it was against Liverpool, but yeah, he didn't didn't get too involved. But yeah, I apologise for that. They were yeah. pretty bad. But then you you did all right, didn't you? You both tipped. Well, we both picked Mitrovic yeah. and scored again and looks to continue that vein of form. Well, someone someone on Twitter was giving me some stick about that because they were saying, "Oh, yeah, you tipped him, but he did concede a penalty as well." But you don't get punished for conceding no. a penalty in fantasy football, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, my other tip was uh, Theo Walcott, who didn't didn't yeah. quite. I think a lot of people were fancying him to I fill think in. He's Richardson. currently one of the most transferred out players along with Zaha. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he picks up an injury, so he's a bit yeah. of a doubt as well. He was uh, the. Subject of a lot of hatred on Twitter, I know, so the weekend. Inconsistent. Very annoyed with Theo. Inconsistent. But why would you know, ever rely on him? Oh, he's just team. He's the classic, like, false dawn. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. if you could define him, you always think, because you kind of root for him, because he's a nice guy and yeah. he's an honest pro, and you think, yeah. it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I mean, God knows how we've been waiting for it to happen for like 12 years now, haven't we? And it still hasn't had a consistent yeah. season, no. I don't think. No, you're right. So maybe that was a foolish tip in hindsight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I tipped Pereira was my other tip, although I was con- as I said, I was convinced I tipped Holly Bass. So, yeah. uh, Pereira, I don't think, did much, <laughs> to be honest with you. Great result for Watford yeah. again. I mean, yeah, it was Unbelievable, their yeah. start to the season, isn't it? Yeah, they're, uh, they're flying, aren't they? Yeah, looking good. So should we crack on with Drink of the Week? <sighs> oh, that's a lovely frothy ale. Yeah, I'm pop open, a, pop open an ale. I think we all okay, need one. Okay, so yeah, we should we should choose which one to start with, shouldn't we? Yes, well, we've got a choice choice at the moment um, of two. Um, so yeah, Rich, you won the game week out of us three, so you get to choose. Okay, so uh, I'm going to go with Lucky Jack Grapefruit Edition. Yeah, uh, Lucky Jack is another Norwegian beer. Um, continuing our Danish from, from our, our little bro last week. Mm. Yeah. Um, it looks. How much is it? It's uh, four point seven. Four point seven. So that's on the Richter scale. Expecting ABV. a big citrus hit from the old grapefruit. It's an interesting edition. name, though, isn't it? Yeah, grapefruit edition could put a few people off, but you know, it's it's a pretty can, which yeah. we always like here at Fantasy Football Hangover. I, I don't particularly like grapefruit, but I have had some rather good grapefruit beers in the past, so I'm looking yeah. forward to this. I like the uh, I like the 
rather sort of wistful man on the front of the can, <laughs> looking out into the distance. Yeah, what's with, he got um, slung over his that, shoulder? Is that, is that a net, a fishing net, possibly? He looks like a fisherman to me. Yeah. We'll post it on the on the Twitter, but um, yeah, he's got sunglasses, looks pretty cool to me. He, I'm assuming he is Jack. But, he looks um, like the sort of person you want on your side in a fight, doesn't he? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Big, yeah. old, big old strong jaw on he him. He looks like he might knock around with Perry Groves, actually, <laughs> at yeah. first glance. Yeah. I think he's killed a man. Yeah, I think he has. <laughs> Interesting on the can, it tells you I'm who brewed it. Yeah, you go, I'll keep talking. Uh, brewed by Lervig Actibriggery. Which I don't know if that's a brewery or a person. <laughs> Bre- brewery or a man. That's yeah. a you decide. surname if that is a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. Br- I would say it's that is a brewery, a brewery. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a nice tasting notes. Well, there's citrus, there's grapefruit, yep. as, as you'd expect. Mm. There's summer, there's still summer in there. God, there's a lot of citrus, isn't there? there is. no, <laughs> that's really, I know it sounds stupid, but really definably grapefruit. I well, brush as my, a grapefruit fan? I brushed my teeth yeah. about 45 minutes ago and this is not... It's like breakfast. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm impressed with you going for the fresh breath for us. That's, yeah. that's a nice thing. We're was, all very close to the microphone. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the reason. Yeah. No, I, I think that... I think... I feel like I say this every week, but I think that's got to be cold. I feel like it's got to be a yeah, hot day. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not really a winter one, but... I like it. I think I no, do like it. I like the grapefruit notes. In the I kind don't know of, if I'd have more than a can. No. It's kind of... It's it reminds tense. me a little bit of um, Old Golden Hen. That's yeah. got a very grapefruit citrusy vibe, a little it's bit. It's really fruity. Yeah, I, I think that's not a bad summer one. Rob, where are these beers from? I just bought them locally in uh, my favourite, well, my favourite, the most convenient shop, Marks and Spencers. So, yeah, I've got, lugged them back. It's getting a bit heavy, though, carrying all these beers around. I could do with them being delivered to my doorstep. It'd be far more convenient. It's funny you said that, Rob, because actually... Our friends at Honest Brew have secured us and our listeners a bit of a discount. Yes! Rich, why don't you tell us about that? Go on, Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Our friends at Honest Brew, whose firm belief is to drink great beer, not good beer, have offered us a discount code exclusively for Fantasy Football Hangover listeners. Brilliant. So if you're a new customer, you can sign up, and as long as you spend £29, you can receive £10 off your first order. That's great. I'm assuming you can spend more than £29. Absolutely. I don't think there's a ceiling. Great. <laughs> you can spend absolutely as much as you there's like. It's actually a really good introductory craft ale pack for, I think it's something like twenty nine fifty. Get Perfect. that in. Get that in. That gets down to 23 Yeah. Love it. Beer you to your doorstep, a nice gift for someone, a little thank you present, or just stock up for the weekend. Yeah. If you're listening on your phone now, straight to www.honestbrew.co.uk, get yourself a mixed bag of crafty beer. And what Love was the code again? FF Hangover. Nice, because that's yeah. also our socials. So that's, ah, good. that's on Twitter as well. And like we will it. put it out on our socials yeah. afterwards. Well, yeah. I threatened people with saying that we'd only put it on the uh, podcast so that they had to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Got, uh, but I guess we can put it on Twitter. Yeah, go on then. We have to. <laughs> go on then. Well, actually, while we're on the subject of Twitter, this has nothing to do with Twitter, Rich... <laughs> Sorry, I haven't a clue. Do oh, yeah. Have you got a question for Will and I? I do, yeah. After winning last week. So, uh, last week uh, saw the retirement of Premier League luminary Clint Dempsey, one yes, of the uh, yeah. most successful American imports to the Premier League. A man who racked up 232 games and 60 goals for Fulham Ooh. and 12 goals in 43 games for Spurs. So, that got me thinking about American players yeah. who played in the Premier League. I did a little bit of research. Sucker. Yeah, sucker. <laughs> and obviously, like the obvious ones like Tim Howard and Landon Donovan came to mind. And yeah. I was just scrolling through, and the majority, or a, 
a large proportion of them played for Fulham. Right. So I wanted to ask you, how many Americans, Ooh. including Clint Dempsey, yeah. have turned out for Fulham FC in the Premier League? So since wow. 92. Since 92. Presumably we're not counting Bob Bradley amongst... No, just players. Just players. Just players. That's tough. Isn't it? Yeah, that is. Uh, I, I, I do notice. I've been to Fulham a couple of times, and there is often a lot of Americans there. Do you eat hot dogs and stuff yeah, when high you're there? five? Just high five everyone yeah. I walk past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I have heard some incredible words of encouragement from Americans. You know, yeah. Sorry, sorry. To Put us. it in the hole. Yeah, yeah. Cross it to the center. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> Cross it to the center, which I think I then stumbled across on um, Pro Evo or FIFA. Uh, it was like some really old school bit of commentary. <laughs> They'd obviously heard their teenage son playing. Oh, nice. This center. is what you see at football. So, um, any any initial guesses? Oh, man, and that we're going for a number. A number, yeah. Okay, this you I mean, can sort of name them for bonus sky. points, maybe. But. I remember uh, Brian, someone that was American that played for them. Possib- um, actually, I know who you're thinking was possibly the most American player of all time. Yeah, even conceivable. He would look not look out of place in GI Joe. Outfit. I think he was not far after. Yeah, Roy Wegley at Liverpool. He was quite early <laughs> for the Americans in the UK. Roy Wegley, Coventry legend. Yeah. yeah I, I, so. So since '92, how many Americans yeah. played for Fulham? And this is just in the squad. This isn't necessarily starting and getting pitch time. I think they all played okay. to some degree. Yeah, pretty sure. One of them, I'm not certain about. But okay, I'm going to guess eight. Eight for Rob. Okay, I am saying I'm just going to go nine. Then. <laughs> all right. Are we? Are we going uh, to come back to win? Yeah, we'll yeah. come yeah. back to we'll come back, come back to it them towards yeah. the end of the show. That triple captain tactic of yours is like all about it. the winning, isn't it? <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, now we're on to best of worst of. Right, let's go. I'm very excited about this one. So this is in, in regard to Son. I won't try and say his full name. Son. I will. No, I won't. <laughs> Son, who plays for Tottenham, who's been yeah, away with South Korea in the Asian Games. And I, I'm sure many people are aware of the story that he, South Korea had to win in order for him to avoid military service, yes. which is obligatory in, in South Korea. Uh, and I was I read about it this morning. He didn't have to serve it. They won. He's very happy. He was running around with two big... South Korean flags, which I when I first saw that, I thought someone had, had doctored that. I don't know why, it just looked quite <laughs> surreal. They were so huge. I love my country enough <laughs> to avoid military service. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's I an mean, irony in there. Isn't I there? would never want to do no, military exactly. service, so I'm with him on this, but yeah. Yeah, and, and I was thinking, I wonder what, so how specific are the exemptions? You know, surely they don't actually categorise winning the Asian Games and beating <laughs> yeah. Japan as that, yeah. therefore you don't. Yeah. So I looked into Wearing it. glasses. And uh, winning the Asian Games, yeah, exactly. <laughs> having a bad back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, crying when you're at the World Cup. Um, but yeah, I, d- I, th- I had a look into it, and it wasn't very clear as to what make qualifies you for being exempt. But I did find an incredible story from 2011 of a rapper, a South Korean rapper with the wonderful name I'm sure you're aware of his work of MC Mong. Who, <laughs> who we all know and love good friend of the show I'm so that. M- MC Mong was cleared of intentionally pulling out healthy teeth to be exempted from military duty 
but was sentenced to a suspended jail term of six months, probation for one year and 128 hours of community service for deliberately delaying enlistment on false grounds. Wow. So the the young MC... The, the the best <laughs> from South Korea. He put, he put, allegedly pulled out healthy teeth. <laughs> he pulled That's out how, his own teeth yeah. so to to avoid. So one of the rules to be in the South Korean army is you have to have good teeth. Well, I, it's, teeth. he someone <laughs> had obviously <laughs> told told MC Mong that that was the case, right? I and mean, then, that's bizarre. That's that's your livelihood as well, isn't it? As as a yeah. as an MC, yeah. If you just look at the change in <laughs> Shane McGowan's lyrical delivery since yeah. having false teeth put in, oh, maybe wow, the, maybe he was one of those people. Maybe the name alludes to the fact that he was one of those people. You could just tell him to do anything. Like, oh, you yeah, do that, and you won't have to go in the military. It's fine. Mong will do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then cut one of your legs off. But it, it goes on that the court acknowledged that there was a delay in his military enlistment. However, they were unable to determine whether he was guilty of extracting teeth for the purpose of avoiding his military draft, <laughs> which is brilliant. Isn't yeah, it? he might have done it for another reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so then they were getting in the way of his microphone. He got, he got really sensitive to ice cream. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. <laughs> but I th- I'd heard because I know in Greece, or they, they were, I don't know if it still is the case, but they have obligatory military service. You can plead insanity. And I'd heard, you know, that, that must be quite interesting, the, mm. the people that go in and plead, you know, that yeah. psychological disorders that perhaps haven't. But, yeah, the, I mean, the pulling, extracting of teeth. And he got away with it, apart from his prison sentence. Yeah, <laughs> but then, yeah. But then his he, lack of teeth. <laughs> his lack of teeth and his enjoyment of soup and ice cream. <laughs> his entire every meal. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, sort of, <laughs> it sort of reminds me, MC Mong's dilemma reminds me a bit of... Uh, uh, Mark Morrison, of course, of Return of the Mac mm. fame, who, uh, to avoid doing uh, his community service, right. he sends a lookalike to do it instead oh, yeah. of him. He got caught <laughs> and ended up serving jail time for it, but that reminds yeah. me of that. Like <laughs> That was when he had a cattle prod or something, wasn't it? In yeah, public. and so, yeah, rather than doing his whatever he has to do, litter picking or whatever, he yeah. paid someone else to do it for Brilliant. him. So have you got any... So that's I love that excuse from the Mong. But I just wondered if you had any. I, th- so is I mean, that a good excuse? I, is that your best of? It's slightly tragic, of? isn't it? I, yeah, I'm still undecided. I, I've got a, probably got a more positive one, but the, the one that sprang to mind in terms of in the footballing one, they don't have to be football, they can be anything. Yeah. But it was the Rio Ferdinand when he went shopping and forgot to turn up for his drugs test. Yeah. yeah that was yeah, good. Yeah. But um, yeah, have you guys got any, any fine uh, excuse? If you, well, we were experience? talking about the, the goalkeepers seem to get it a lot, don't they? We're, yeah. I was talking about Dave Seaman. And he's famous overstretching for the remote control. Oh yeah, and yes. well, you mentioned Dave Besant's mm. injury, which was equally good. Dropping a jar of mayonnaise on his foot was yeah, it? Yeah, like severed a tendon by dropping a massive jar of Hellman's mayonnaise <laughs> on his foot. <laughs> which I mean, yeah, just about sums him up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I, I always think there's who was that player? There's always someone. You know when players get a red card just before the Christmas break, or you know you oh, sometimes yeah. think like Alonso on on the weekend of Chelsea, and there's the, the rumours which Perry cleared up for us last week about him going elsewhere. Yeah, and that's and the two yellows. You're thinking, is he going? Does he yeah. just want a weekend off before he goes and do a bit of shopping <laughs> yeah. around West London? Yeah, get changed, bit tidy. Yeah, the kind of cynical, the cynical red card. You know, that I know I'm getting sent off for this. I have three day, three games off over Christmas. And I forget who it was. It might be one for Perry, unless you guys can remember. There was quite a, no, a, a couple sure. of seasons ago. There was a player who I swear, sort of mid late December, always got a red I card. I do, I do know what you're talking about. But I yeah, maybe it's going to be one for Perry. Perry I'll get to look into it. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
Good to hear from you again. Anyway, I thought I'd clear up that Christmas feeling getting sent off. Kevin Nolan, that's who you were thinking of, Robbo. Got himself suspended five Decembers in a row when he was playing at West Ham. Christmas, it's all about family. Good on you, Kev. Anyway, boys, mustache. Got to get home and peel some spuds. Well, I I had a thought, a couple of ones. um, My best of... So it's not football related at all, but it's uh, someone who used to work for me, or with me, I should say, not for me. That makes me sound like a tyrant. (laughs) He uh, would regularly make up excuses why he was late. Like from sort of, oh, my alarm broke to, you know, I got locked in to the house flooded to the boiler needed repairing, you know, all sorts, all sorts. Yeah, all the classics. Anyway, one time he he told us all that he had been hit by a car on his way to work and he was in hospital. He was all right, but he had a bit of concussion. And honestly, we were all like at this point actually really worried. There was sort of a boy who cried wolf kind of is, has he really been hit by a car? But I don't think people would lie about being hit by a car. So we were all very worried about him. And it actually turns out his dad also worked in the same company. So we told his dad about it. We were just like, shit, I don't know if you've heard, but so-and-so has has been hit by a car this morning and he was obviously his dad was really worried so he was calling him and like you know making sure and so the guy was like yeah oh yeah i'm okay you know i'm just being checked out feel a bit sick but yeah i'm not gonna be able to come in definitely and you know might have to miss a couple more days or whatever anyway cut to sort of nine maybe ten months later and uh this guy left the company and on his leaving drinks i was like mate did you lie about being hit by a car and he was like yeah, I did. Oh, that's it was a dark, lie, isn't it? And he was that's like, nothing. And he's wasn't even never, like never told his dad. Wasn't that even it was like he lying. tripped over a car crossing no, the road. Just, no, just couldn't, just couldn't come just in. Pluck that one out. Yeah, I was hungover or whatever. I couldn't come in. Hey, that's tempting fate. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. sure I'd go that far. So bad. I mean, I totally bought it. So well done. Well, to you'd him. have to. You've got to like for someone to come up with. Yeah, that, you've got yeah. to give them that's the benefit extreme. of the doubt. So as it's you know school starting this week, it's pretty. That's quite a good excuse if you want to. Yeah, bunk off school kids. Then yeah, just say you've been hit by a car. Well, my, my my potential best of was, um, and it's a bit odd because it's 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 my own excuse, but I did steal it from somewhere like Viz or um, as a, as a child, as a child, as a teenager. Yeah, we had uh, a terrible English A level teacher, and er- no one, everyone in the class had failed to do their coursework or their assignment he'd set, and he just he just demanded no authority straight out of university. He was really meek, and it just it wasn't going well for him. But he decided to try and be a bit authoritative when he realised no one had done this coursework. And he spent pretty much an hour going around the entire class, standing in front of each pupil, asking them to tell in front of the whole class why they hadn't done their coursework. And about 10 people in it, it was just tedious. Everyone was just recycling yeah. the same excuse and, you know, sorry, I had so much to coursework on my other project or whatever. And it was just getting a bit like, this is, this is achieving nothing. Mm. So it came to me and I was about sort of 20 people in and... and I just dropped this excuse, which I thought this is this could land me in trouble, but this is too tedious for everyone here. And I, he asked me why I hadn't done it, and I said, "I'm sorry, sir, I haven't done my coursework because I was in a plane crash, and we all had to eat each other's coursework to survive." <laughs> and it, he just, I just got blank expression, and he moved on to the next next pupil, and that was it. <laughs> Where do I, I mean, even start? Yeah, good. I, yeah. I was surprised I got off so lightly. Yeah. I, th- I thought I might have been pushing it a bit there. No, but, I like it. But 
but I'd read it somewhere previously and I thought it was hilarious and it just came to me in that moment and I was like, I'm going to use this. I mean, the classic one at work or at school <laughs> or whatever is just to say you've got the shits because nobody asks. <laughs> yeah, no one will No one wants it. to know. It's just like, oh, okay, oh, God, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's that's a very too British much. reaction. Yeah. Like, no, I'm that's not, fine. I I'm need not doing confident more. farting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I came across a good one. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Julio Arca, the yes. Argentinian. Sunderland? Yeah, it's, yeah, I can't remember if he was fullback or winger, or a bit yeah. of both, actually. I think he played yeah. down the left, didn't he? But, um, he was great on the Championship Manager. Was he? Yeah. Was he? Yeah, one football, of, football an exotic manager. early import to yeah. the North East, which is good, because um, so he had an excuse for missing training right. once, that he, during a short break, whilst at Newcastle and bathing in the seas of the northeast of England, mm. he was stung by a jellyfish. I <laughs> couldn't come in. And, and I just, I don't know. I mean, it was it was re- widely reported and, and obviously true. This was that in 2004. So he, he said he, whilst he was in Newcastle, he got stung by the jellyfish. Yeah, stung by an exotic jellyfish <laughs> when he went swimming in England's northeast. I mean, that is good. <laughs> that, really? I like that. I mean, I guess he had the rash to prove it or, you know, some right. form of effect but rushed to, rushed to hospital and, and that's yeah, brilliant, treated accordingly yeah. maybe Mrs Arca had to do a little wee on him I don't know yeah uh, yeah it's actually, I had vinegar as well it's, vinegar. It's suffice as well as wee well I right. think the wee thing is a rumour yeah. just an urban myth made up by right don't, don't tell my wife I've yeah. been kind of banking on that my statues, yeah <laughs> 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 I, I think a fa- just a quick one to drop in one of my favourite excuses was Brian Harvey of E17 fame when he ran himself <laughs> yeah. over, reversing yeah. out his own try. And his excuse was, I've eaten too many jacket potatoes. Oh, I thought his jacket potato <laughs> fell out of his car or no, something No, no, like he'd, he'd eaten too he'd many, eaten as too you well know. Oh, He'll dear. get a bit delirious if you yeah. have more than two. Carb loading in, in the worst way. <laughs> but yeah, have you, has anyone got any more? Well, I mean, worst of, obviously, the famous Manchester United down losing to Southampton and That's they played that kit. kit. That was very good. That was that was that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. Did they change half-time, it? Half time yeah. change. Yeah. They still lost six three, I think. Didn't and they, they had an interesting kit this weekend, didn't they? Did and you see pink, that? Yeah, pink kits. Like someone had put a red t shirt and a white wash. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I liked it though. I thought it was quite yeah. good. It's um it's on a the, I can't remember the name of the paper, but the Manchester The paper, Manchester um the Man- Evening News. Manchester yeah. Pink. The Pink Paper, the Manchester ah, okay. Pink Paper, which was a sports paper in yeah. Manchester for right. many years, and I think it was its birthday or something it's like 50th that. Fiftieth. Yeah. Any, any Manchester listeners, let us know on that. Yeah, because I like, but I quite like that kit. Yeah, I thought Lukaku looked excellent in it, and I can right. understand why he was uh, a fanciable footballer. Yeah, yeah taking his pride I, of place. My other, home. my other one, and it came up when I was on the way. It came up well when I was on my way here. Was uh, Diego Costa has pulled out of the Spain squad? Right today um, okay. ahead of the internationals and he has cited personal reasons has he and I love personal reasons <laughs> and excuses so... because you cannot ask yeah you can't it's just ask. like what is it you want to know what that is but what don't are personal you always reasons? think it's a bit lame yeah it's totally I'm pathetic always, yeah personal reasons is I can't be bothered or I you know I've got the shits or <laughs> it's a, yeah. just another kind of lame excuse isn't it yeah because when it's pretty tragic you normally hear don't yeah, you yeah, not you know that you have to know it. every detail but like a family loss or you know it's normally kind of alluded to isn't it and personal reasons just feels a bit yeah a bit a bit meek doesn't it yeah, yeah. but um, anyway we should we should crack on should we um, go into correspondence or should we go into our second drink of the week well how, are we how, yeah, how are you getting on with the beers I'm, I'm, I think I'm ready for a I'm ready for a beer yeah let's do it what was right. the other beer the other beer I chose is uh, a Liverpool craft beer Called Love Lane. It's a pale ale. It's got a nice kind of deep turquoise label on the brown bottle. 
and it says this pale ale was originally brewed under railway bridge on the famous Liverpool Love Lane. The no. biscuit malt balances the whole leaf citrus hops for a refreshing, lasting taste. I've not really been to Liverpool properly. I've I, know, been, I know it quite well. I've been a couple of times for filming. <laughs> Where Love Lane is. Uh, yeah, for sort of filming stuff. Okay. But uh, I've never really spent much time there. So where is Love Lane? I should know, but I don't. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I I know Lark Lane and I know Penny Lane. <laughs> Should I talk about all the lanes? I know in Liverpool. Lane. Let's just keep listing lanes. <laughs> the fast lane. Um, but no, it's uh, that's quite. You know what? I think that's uh, it's quite a nutty, malty affair, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit biscuity, mm. I think, which I I quite like actually. But it's quite crafty with that like hoppy citrus start. And, and do you think they're Everton fans? They must oh, it's be, very. Right? Uh, very caramelly, yeah. I, I think this is. Uh, I said it before. I'll say it again. A bit of a bit of a lager into ale world beer. It's actually it's quite a nice taste after the grapefruit because I think it the yeah. sourness of the grapefruit balances up with the sweetness. Yeah, of this From the caramel. What's it gonna? Yeah, it's quite heavy though. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say that I want a whole load of it. I no. think it's not. It's certainly not a session one. No, very malty and yeah. I think it'll go well with a pack of roast chicken crisps. Ooh, orange pairing. Yeah, we're gonna love a pairing. Salty pack of pork. Yeah, your um, bacon sandwich one the other week was brilliant, by the way. Yeah, that was good. That really worked. Mm. I I thought it kind of made me want to do that. Have a Sunday of just football and beer and bacon sandwiches. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have much. That I did go to a football match at the weekend. Actually, oh, where'd you go? go? I went to some lower league action. I mean, lower league, the championship. Scouting some future FPL talent. But, yeah. uh, it was Brentford versus the almighty Nottingham Forest. What was the score? 2-1 Brentford. It uh, was a really poor game, I'll be honest. Really? Very, very poor. The, the two highlights for me were all from the Nottingham Forest fans, which I, I wasn't in the away end. I was uh, I was with, with the Brentford fans, but very near the Forest fans. And at one point, there was a, a an incident where the, the ball went out out to touch and uh, a, a, fa- a Brentford fan picked up the ball and he refused to throw it to the Forest Ray. player and threw it far, far away and then him. literally for the rest of the match he got who's the wanker in the shades who's the wanker in the shades and then it progressed to him being called a pedo for yeah. most of the match oh, I mean it was literally abuse, abuse up, the yeah. whole way through I don't know if it was worth it for him. I guess they won. Yeah. But then the other thing, the Forest goal is was he still alive? That's a the question. Calamity of a goal, and it was entirely the uh, Brentford goalkeeper was to blame. Right. Michael Bentley. Right. I guess it was about mm, about sixty minutes in. Maybe I I can't remember fifty sixty minutes in, and for the rest of the match he got. A, Tremendous amount of abuse from the Forest fans, but actually a lot of love from the Forest fans in terms of Bentley, he's one of our own. <laughs> like, That's always You good. know, all of that, like Bentley's a red, yeah. everything was just kind of aimed at, at poor Bentley. And he handled it well, and obviously Brentford won in the end, yeah. but uh, it was a howler. Absolutely. Was it up there with our man Allison's little yeah. Pass yeah, it, game? Yeah, it uh, was dreadful. Stinker. But there were four counts of 
We're the greatest team oh, the world has ever seen. So I, glad I, did, wasn't there. I did try, try and record it, but I <laughs> couldn't get there quickly. Yeah. Send it to me. Yeah, well, there, was, there was a moment where both sets of fans were singing that exact same song. Oh, the irony! Yeah, yeah they cancel each other out. Well, that's good. That's good timing, actually. That should probably move us on to our correspondence. Yes, yeah, indeed. Contact we've had from last week's mentions. So is this people getting in touch about chance? Yeah, people getting in touch um, via our socials, which are. Well, you know I'm better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so Twitter is at at f. Oh my god, <laughs> at ff hangover. Which, which should we just play the jingle? We'll play the jingle. Discovery's four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Uh, yeah, what he said, and uh, pop us into Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Fantasy Football Hangover. Give us a follow, give us a like, get involved, add some comments, and we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, so people have been in touch yeah, about chance. So yeah, our, a friend of the show, Hamish Bailey who is a Fulham fan, uh, mentioned a new Fulham signing. Okay, I think he's French and he's got an incredible... Not American. No, I know. <laughs> uh, no, not following heritage. Um, but yeah, he has got an incredible name, which is... Uh, and, and Hamish sent me a lovely screen grab of him and his, and his team choice. Andre Frank Zambo Nguisa. Um, so on, Andre Frank, I think it's his first name. So Andre Frank Zambo Nguisa. And Hamish had heard, I think he heard it in a pub and he's read it since in chat rooms. Um, and this was before he'd even played. So he, this is a bit of an exclusive. <laughs> they were suggesting that name fits perfectly to Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> <laughs> that should be his chant. It's really hard though. Andre, Andre Frank Zambo and Guisa. <laughs> Just imagining loads of <laughs> pissed <laughs> up football fans going, Andre Frank Zambo and Guisa. It's quite camp like as well, it. isn't it? I yeah. like the inventiveness yeah. of it. Um, but he played against Brighton, but Hamish wasn't there because it was an away game. He couldn't make it. So he doesn't know if it's been used yet. I would love to hear that if yeah. someone could get a recording yeah, any and, yeah, any Brighton fans any Fulham fans if you hear it in the future record it and send it in well yeah, I had some correspondence after my dissing of Leighton Orient's chance last week <laughs> right I knew this was going to come to bite me in the arse but I had some correspondence from uh, a chap called David Osborne who contacted me to remind me of the fact that once upon a time, Orient had a player called Dean Cox, who was a, a very small little man and could have actually played for your your your, uh, Gulliver's your Army. friend's team, uh, the Gulliver's Army team, which is a team under five foot ten. Yeah. I would say Dean Cox was about five six. I mean, he wow. was short. And the Orient fans, bless them, used to sing, we've got tiny cocks, we've got tiny cocks, we've got tiny, we've got tiny, we've got tiny cocks. I mean, it's brilliant. That's fantastic. That's good. That is good. So I take it all back about Orient fans having terrible chants. We should re-record last week's show and have that as just the only chant. There was one that went round Arsenal when there was that famous Ashley Cole, um, so angry he swerved off the road for the pay increase, where he obviously exchanged for Gala and the, the chant went round as we swapped a willy, a willy for a see you next Tuesday yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, every week ah. over and over again um, one for the kids yeah one um, for the kids well actually Will I've got a bone to pick with you as well because your Deli Alley chant that you mentioned last week it's not week, my chant but yeah oh, it's not you don't officially own it but no. um, you put it in my head I'd never heard it before yeah and I've never heard it since however I haven't been able to get it out of my head yeah right, which is bad enough although 
it goes okay this is what I've had in my head because I don't know the full chart <laughs> so I, I in my head honestly it's been killing me it's we've got Ali Deli Ali I just don't think you understand. And then from there, I don't know the rest, so it goes into Billy Ray Cyrus's achy, breaky heart. <laughs> you might blow up and kill this man. <laughs> it's horrible. I think so, that's much better. Yeah, so I've been absolutely tortured by that. I've been, you know, I've been trying to listen to the same song over and over again just to get it out, but it's yeah. still in there. I really need well, to lose it. Shall I tell you the rest of the lyrics? No, or do you no, no I, I never need to do it one. again. Stick with yeah. <laughs> please, please don't tweet in or post with the, yeah. with the or maybe, or maybe with Tottenham, break your heart. Yeah, Tottenham yeah. fans can mix it up and add Aki Breaky Heart yeah. to the end of it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was um, that was kind of where I was with correspondence. Uh, another friend of the show, Scott Clarkson, got in touch about London Fog to let us know that oh, is a yeast and it it's is commonly used yeast. in IPAs from the northeast of America traditionally. Okay. I, uh, I yet to find out why where the name came from in terms of London Fog, but yeah, it's um, quite commonly used in in an IPA. And there you go. Interesting. Interesting. Learning about beer. Yes. And that was okay. in um, the Cloud Water. Yes, the two point nine percent, wasn't it? Yeah, the two point nine. So, yeah. Kind of low or no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so nice. yeah, have we got any more correspondence, or should we? Crack nothing. On? Nothing that stands out to me. Anything, Rich? No, nothing for me, but. As always, do continue to get in touch. I guess we should probably Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, get in touch on the socials. Yeah, definitely, and good to see them build and people getting involved and um, giving us a bit of feedback. And it's probably worth mentioning our correspondence again from Honest Brew, isn't it? And the FF Hangover for a ten pound discount if you spend twenty nine pounds for new customers. Definitely, definitely worth a look. Um, So yeah, we should kind of wrap up and, and. as we're on international break and we haven't got a game week a few days around the corner, we thought we'd touch on something that maybe a few people are thinking about, which is wild cards. Yeah. Well, um, Rich, you're flying, so it's probably not something you're thinking about dabbling with, but I'm having a shocker and I am um, kind of thinking about playing it because with the earlier transfer window, most teams seem to be in place. Mm. Yeah. Probably a few tweaks to be made for some players, but... And the patterns are fairly formed, maybe earlier than they were previously. And I'm having a bit of a stinker. I'm looking at all the wing backs that everyone's got. And the teams that are doing really well have done exactly the opposite to what I've done, which I've spent very little on goalkeeper and defence. And mm. they've spent a lot on goalkeeper and defence. So I'm thinking of playing my wild card and dabbling with it over the next couple of weeks. Is that mental? Is that too early? No, or? I don't think it is. I'm considering exactly the same thing. I Originally, my plan... So I didn't make any transfers this week, just made Aguero triple captain, which was a mistake. But I, yeah, originally was thinking I'm going to play a bit of mini wild card, as, as the experts call it, which is kind of play your two frees and then maybe play one or two extra yeah. transfers around it and take a four or eight point hit. Yeah. I was thinking that, but now I'm thinking wild card because there's a lot of players that just aren't performing for me. I've got a really cheap defence. I've got an expensive, well, I've got, Edison in goal, is yeah. that's not working for me at all. Who, who would you bring in goal? That's that's because they yeah. look shaky. I honestly think I'd go with two four point fives right. in goal. Sod sod the expense of goalkeepers and just have even like Fabianski or whoever. I mean, Etheridge saves. Our friend Etheridge. Yeah. Yeah. He was Big on Neil. Football Focus this week. Oh, was no, he? Sorry, he wasn't. He was on FPL. He was interviewed on FPL, right. Big Neil, yeah. yeah, and he was giving FPL tips, so that was good to see. Good to see. He yeah. obviously tipped himself, yeah, and a few, a few other uh, teammates. I think Morrison was one. Was it Morris? 
Morrison. Morrison, yeah, yeah, yeah that captain. I think he got an assist. I yeah, so that's a pretty decent yeah. tip from Neil. But um, back to that football focus tip. Didn't quite work this weekend. You know, the thing I mentioned last yeah, week, yeah, the yeah. kind of fringe players. Well, they had Deli Alley, you know, but I wouldn't call him a fringe player. I think it was Rudiger, Chelsea. Oh, so yeah. He got a clean sheet. And he's and played I think every game, he got a bonus he? point. Because yeah. he wasn't a certainty for their defence with no. Hill. Um, he's had some pretty tasty shots as well. I've noticed a couple of little little dinks from right. out out far and uh, yeah, yeah potential for goals so maybe yeah, that, that, that football focus magic which we touched on yeah maybe but it will continue the thing I think so I think this is the dilemma right with the wild card and panicking about so I've got Ericsson who's only got one assist so far you know and he's, I think he's 9.5 mm. but then I read today he's had the most shots on goal of any player in, really? in the Premier League and you kind of think well, that's going to translate at some point. Yeah. But then you just look at it and you just see him getting two points and costing you a lot of money. And when you look at the other players in that bracket, yeah. like, you don't have a big jump to get Hazard, yeah. who seems like he's just going to score points and, all the time. And even Salah, people are getting a bit well, twitchy Mane about. Well. Yeah, Mane's doing really well. Salah, people get he's created the most chances in the Premier League. Salah has. Along with one other player. Any guesses? Ooh. Madison. No. <laughs> City. Yeah, City Someone, player. Uh, David Silver. Yes, nailed it. Yeah, I think so, I've got the wrong Silver now. Yeah, I'm not sure. David Silver doesn't score that high. Yeah, it's it's almost impossible that City midfield. It's such a conundrum. I think Sterling's probably the one I'd go for. Well, yeah, after that miss. goal, and I've also got Zaha, who's allegedly out for four weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I've got two Palace defenders, which is probably a bit of a mistake. So I don't. Well, get many and the clean stats, sheets. the stats when Zaha doesn't play. Yeah. Palace can see, Palace lose. So seven, dump, dump those. Yeah. I think I, might. I would like to ask. So actually, we should say because on on Twitter this week, I because uh, of my toddler toddler uh, scouts not being able to choose a captain. Yeah. I uh, I asked the Twitter fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who did to you choose my captain? Aguero, and and they yeah. picked Aguero, which I'm glad of because I would have gone for Aguero anyway. Uh, it didn't quite work out in the triple captain, but what we should probably do is ask. On Twitter, should yeah. we play our wild cards? Yeah, I'll put so my maybe should we if we agree, should we play them both? Oh, dangerous! If the Twitter it. fans say yeah, should well, we both play? Yeah, them? and it, listen. So next week we're on international break, so we're going to come back next week, but we're going to have an international theme, mm-hmm. and we're going to do the show a little bit differently. So Matt, that could be part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. That's okay, it. that feels like so. It. Let's, give, let's give put a poll out. Yeah, should Rob and Will both play their wild cards? Ah. I like it. And it's, oh, like this. it's uh, all or nothing. We That's either play good. them or we don't. So we'll put our teams up. We'll show you our teams. Yeah. And uh, you decide. Great. Yeah. So, listeners, your Will and it's, Rob's it's fate in your is hands. in your yeah. hands. Get on socials big and money on this. them. Oh, great. Rich, Rich, I'm itching to know, before you close up, Rob, yeah. I'm itching to know about the Sorry, I Haven't a Clue answer. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, we well, you done. guys went quite big on, on eight and nine. Yeah. Um, it was actually six, ah, in including Clint Dempsey, which I thought at the time was quite quite a lot. Do you yeah. want to know who they were? Yeah, I'd love Who's to know. Who's the Brian? There's a Brian, wasn't there? Brian McBride. McBride. Oh, yeah, that's Brian the McBride, name. With, McBride with his wonderfully puffed out chest yeah. playing up Blonde front. Like yeah. Classic short McBride. back and side centre forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. G.I. Joe. Um, then there was Carlos Bocanegra. Yeah. Remember him? Right. Yeah. Centre back or full back, I think. Yeah. Eddie Johnson. Uh, yeah, get a bit forward. of a lump up front actually. Quite, yeah. I went on loan somewhere as well, yeah. but Stoke it was a Fulham, I yeah. think it was Stoke yeah. for a few years. Uh, Casey Keller, 
course, ah, was, uh, was there days. for a little bit and as well at Leicester and Spurs as right. well, I think. A friend of mine, true fact, Case Ke- uh, when Case Keller had a bike crash in Epping Forest <laughs> on his motorbike, a friend of mine was the first reporter on site. Yes. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Been waiting for that moment. Jim, Jim Ranger, shout out there. Oh, a, yeah, Jim literally, Bay. he was first. He was working for the Epping Forest Guardian or something. Oh, along those lines. He's Jim. definitely going to correct me on this because I'm mean, a former journalist. That's a hell of a scoop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's probably entirely incorrect. It's probably someone else, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I'm, he was first on site. Oh, Jim, Casey was fine. It was okay. <laughs> if you're listening, send us the details. Jim got the big scoop. And then the, the last one was Eddie Lewis, who was uh, he was a bit of a jobbing winger. Right. Uh, he ended up going to Leeds for a fair few years after. Okay. That. Um, so yeah, that I was love an American Fulham's American contingent. Great, what a beautiful place to wrap. God bless you, and also a nice nod to next week's international theme show. Yes, yeah. So yeah, we look forward to that and enjoy the, the long break between game weeks, and we'll we'll speak more next week with a few more tips and a bit more chat. Yeah, yeah. thanks for Goodbye. listening. Bye, howdy, bye bye, cheers. <laughs>